that that uh, whatever happened was um, that was a sand mandala. No, it wasn't. That was Stop using that. You like to that use that a, when things fall apart. That Just, was a sand mandala. It, it don't was. Don't bring that up. We, we we created this magical artistic show, show two oh six, and then somehow. All the people here, none of us seem to notice that the computer just kind of glitched and stopped recording. So we actually did not record the show in all its magnificence, but it was a great show. But now, just like the sand mandala, it gets wiped away to signify the impermanence of the universe. And now we are <laughs> Nobody's buying this. Here a few days later... To try it again. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strained? Come and join the kinky world of play. There's no woo. <laughs> woo! Nope. Woo! Hello and welcome to a very special version. Re- redo. 2.6 redo perverted <laughs> podcast. 206.2. That's it. The show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the... Oh, who cares? We're recording. <laughs> They're listening. We are trying to record live. From the threshold level. I am very crotchety. I am I can not tell. happy. Still got an audience. They're still, as long as this is recording, they're still listening. So, so let us just recap in a who better. Who are you? I, nobody knows who I am. <laughs> who are you? That's Al. You're Boogie. I'm Kathy. That is correct. All right. Now Yay. let us proceed with our second attempt at recording this show. And Four days later. Anybody who's confused right now. Congratulations, so Con- am I. Congratulations. <laughs> right now it's just Boogie, myself, and Owl in the Love Lab sitting all alone, <laughs> re-recording Show 206 because we normally record Monday nights, and we had a lovely audience here. We Noff was here. Show. We had Kiki from Amsterdam. It was, you and know. Noff was here on a, a demand. Didn't the chat room demand that he be here? Yeah, and yeah. he came and sat kind of grudgingly. I don't, yeah, think, oh, yeah. I don't think we should grudgingly get people in the chair. He did not look happy to be here. He, he did not. But he, I, he did say he had a good time hanging out. And, That's cool. And we all went and caught. We had a group of us. Kathy, we made, we and I know you hate when I talk about Pokemon Go. I got a shiny Psyduck. <laughs> you did. And right in my face. And uh, the thing I've been looking for. So that was amazing. But what we did is we made nerd history after the imaginary show that didn't record. We went out with a group because we usually go out, you know, with a few of us, usually Dell and Al and Mew and I, and we'll go out and we'll just catch some Pokemon and drive around some parking lots and, you know, and and talk. And and it's kind of very social and nice. But this time we had a bigger group, but we made history, Kathy, because it's true. You can't deny that we made nerd history. It's happened before, I'm sure. No, it has never happened in the history. Surely not the history of Pokemon Go, which is supposed to be a family game, but it's really just a bunch of fucking lonely dudes all standing around and usually one random chick. But that night, Kathy, that magical night, there was seven of us and it was four women and three dudes. Why is that significant? <laughs> Oh, that gets a clap, does it? I don't understand the significance. Because there were more women than men. 
This is a that is a big deal for Pokemon. Kathy, I go out on these raids where you go and attack these bosses, and literally, it's like fifteen dudes every time. And then every now and again, it's like, what's that? That that that's a female. What? 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 And everyone gets confused. And then you know, so wow, big nerd nerd stuff. So you had a good time after our failed attempt. N- yeah, it was okay, <laughs> you know. So Am I it was okay. We just made jealousy. We just uh, <laughs> more crotchety aggravation coming uh, from Kathy. <laughs> and it sucked because I mean there was some great things, and we're, we're not we're obviously not going to recreate uh, no. everything that we had. But there were some things that that we talked about that I think was really good and of course some s- listener questions and and So whatever. we are going to at least attempt to hit the same subjects yeah. even though mm-hmm. there's no audience here. Let Do me you tell have you your we notes? were we were almost done with that show. We had a, like one segment. Yeah, it was it. It was like 10 minutes. I was minutes driving left. home with my knuckles just <laughs> white from <laughs> gripping the steering wheel. I was so pissed off. I can't really? even tell you. Yes. I, ca- I mean, I've been producing music and, and doing stuff for a lot of years, and that is just, you you have to learn to let that stuff go, because you will work for hours on something. And then back in the days when it was reel-to-reel, when they did music on tape, that shit was real easy, because the engineer, you set the wrong track, and you've now just recorded over... Mick Jagger's vocal part or, you know, just something insane. Shit, you know, it it happens. So you kind of, it sucks and you cringe and you bite your teeth, but you do understand that that when you're doing stuff creative and you're making stuff, it stuff breaks. Your and, attempt to put things into perspective is not going to make me feel better. Not, well, Kathy, I have these nipple coverings, these flower Those nipple coverings. Those are some huge areolas you, they have to you cover. Know, Kathy, I don't know how huge your areolas are, but I think we got them covered yeah. with these. Um, they are definitely, uh, these are, Kathy, do you want to put these on now? Nah. Okay. Well, <laughs> don't think I don't... Uh, don't uh, add things. Oh, and the other thing when we went out that made it nerd history, not only was it um, four women and only three guys, two of the women were wearing butt plugs while walking around mm-hmm. playing a video game, Pokemon Go. That only you know about. Yeah, that only I know about. So uh, it was amazing. It was. It was. Well, true. everyone in the group knew about it. But. <laughs> well, everyone, yeah, we all knew about it because everyone was there when when I put them in. When the insertion. When the insertions began, happened, which yes. also was incredibly hot. Um, so. So I see that the show not recording didn't affect you at all. <laughs> nope. No, right. it didn't. I, I mean, we. I'm sad because you know. You know, you get into a topic and you're like, "Yeah, this is a good point," and I'm. I, I hope people get what I'm trying to say, but you know 206 of them you know there's enough of our babble i'm sure we pretty much covered most of those points yeah to be honest the only thing that really the, the real reason i'm pissed off is that i didn't want to take another day out of my very busy and not fun week to come back and do this such is my dedication to our listeners <laughs> well it is and look seven minutes in and We're it's recording. Just, it still looks like it's recording unless that's like recording like the disney channel or something just don't, from just some don't jinx it just something yeah, don't, don't jinx know. it you never know but uh, it was it was great we also had um you know which now we know we can call her kiki um who's no longer in the country anymore and but uh, at least we have a name but at least we have a name <laughs> and it was really cool because um and we didn't talk a little bit about it but um 
it is amazing, and I won't go into any details, uh, whatever, but it is amazing. Well, I, I had talked about um, the fact that after all this drama, I'm starting to kind of, oh, wake up to my sexuality again and and the, the idea behind the love lab and allowing people to kind of relax those expectations or that negative programming they've had sexually or whatever and and there's a group of us to you know there's a lot of girls in here and and it's very supportive and i really miss that and i didn't realize how much i miss that until you start seeing and we see it obviously in the dungeon too when you see people come in and they maybe have some programming and they have some beliefs about their sexuality or or obstacles things that are in their way or they just haven't allowed themselves and their amazing mind to explore in a way and when you create an environment for that and all of a sudden you see that light turn on it's like we see in the dungeon all the time when you see people come in and they're like yeah you know this is pretty much how it is and i get it you know i get it you know this this thing this is pretty cool and then you're like hey well have you ever thought of this and all of a sudden mind blown and they're like i never knew that this my mind could do this and to see that is the thing that drives me i think the most in you know sexually in play and stuff like that so so to be able to kind of start seeing that again in in people is uh i don't know i didn't play the game most of that day you know <laughs> I wow was, I was like, there were girls around there, you know well and there's been girls around too and of course muse here all the time and panda's here sometimes and al's here and you know we're all hanging out um but i was still so in my head about all the drama and stuff that i had you know literally just shut off a lot of parts of myself so it's very exciting to be back to to yeah to start That's cool does, doesn't mean I'm not going for shiny Lapras next week, because uh, <laughs> fucking that's coming out in raids. Or Get, Sunday with the torches. Oh, my God. Yeah, Sunday we have a group. We're going out. We're going out. And you know what, Kathy? I know you hate this, but you have no idea how many emails I get from people. We just I just made friends on Pokemon Go with one of our listeners in Croatia. We have uh, Germany and different uh, Canada. Uh, I have, like, all these people. No, you let let me tell you. I I love you. I love Creative Explorer. And yet you guys like shit that bore me to tears. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm judging what you're doing. I'm just I cannot listen to it one more time and feign interest. I just can't. <laughs> That's it, fair. Yeah, I'm trying, but I hear it all the time whether it's Pokémon or whether it's some new board game or I just I'm done. I'm Kathy, not going to pretend ours move anymore. around. Yeah. No, I don't care. She got a shiny side duck. I'm so happy for it's her. It's blue. But she doesn't talk really about it cute. as much as you do. I also don't obsess over So as game. long as you don't mind that you talk about it on the show and, and my mind will just wander off somewhere, we're good. Kathy, why is that different from any other time I speak on the show? Why you know should what? I interpret that you, as... You make a good point. Why, why <laughs> should I just say... I mean, Kathy, I remember the great cell phone look of show 2003 <laughs> or 4 or whatever. That. The show, the, we're just going to call that the greatest moment where I start to monologue and literally... Five people in the room at the same time, almost as though it's like a religious, you know how like we ca- rehearsed like it. Catholic church. They get up, they kneel, they stand up, they know. Oh, Boogie is talking all down to their phones <laughs> to ignore. Yeah. That is so. You speaking. should be used to it. Yeah. So I'm Why used does it bother you when I do it? What? 
just let my mind wander in the middle of your... Well, we are kind of looking at each other. I know, that's true. We're right, <laughs> so, right in front of each other. I'm like... Nowhere to at, go. I'm looking at the glassiness in your eyes, and I'm like, yeah, I should probably just, uh, you know, whatever. I try. I really try. But, and then uh, uh, Mew, you were going to talk about. We were going to talk about Mew. Um, anything going on with you, Al? Uh, I mean, I guess I could just go over what I talked about last time. Yes, that's the what we're doing. Uh, so I, I was gone for a week. I uh, traveled up north, camped on the beach a bunch, and... Uh, that was really fun. I, I enjoyed that. And then when I the weekend I came back, I had a really amazing scene with one of my play partners where I felt very broken afterwards. Like I couldn't talk very well. I couldn't really stand. Like everything was just it was it was it's hard to explain, but it was it was a good kind of broken though. Like I was happy. I was like smiling the whole time, but I just couldn't talk and I was like crying and everything, but it was it was really fun. It, I really enjoyed That's it. That's an amazing it experience. Was, yeah, first time I've gotten that far too. So it was a lot of people really don't get fun. that far. Yeah. So that's that's nice. very, that's very exciting. Yeah, so it was. in in reflection of that, um, did it build any new confidence? Open any new doors? New th- new trains of thought or something like that? Because when you have an experience like that, sometimes mm-hmm. it it actually gives you some new perspective on yourself. Um, I guess it made me realize. Because I've been questioning for the last couple of weeks whether or not BDSM and kink and all this stuff is really important to me. And the way I felt after that experience, it kind of made me realize that, yes, it is actually really important to me. And I would like to keep doing it and finding partners that I could do with it. And it just built a lot of trust with that play partner, which is really nice. So Good. Yeah. Trust is great. It makes a scene just so wonderful. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's the yeah, it's the environment. It's a lot more enjoyable once I've like really gotten to know and trust someone than when I first start to play with someone for sure. I totally get it that. It really makes a difference. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. What's up, Boogie? Why are you looking at both of us really? Well, because you guys <laughs> Well, no, I'm not. I'm just I'm listening. I'm like, how do I feel as the top because I only top. So, I'm like listening to the bottom perspective and of course, intellectually that makes absolute sense that it's just like you have to let go. But how do I respond, you know, where does trust and, I mean, obviously I need to feel that somebody on the bottom is, that we're connecting in a way that that power exchange is occurring and they are giving me that trust. But I'm so used to, I mean, obviously Mew I've been with, you know, for almost five years and, and, you know, some partners I've played with for a long time. And of course that trust builds that connection and there's places we can go that I wouldn't go with somebody new, but do I necessarily, do I need as much trust in the, in the early stages? I don't think you do because you are a reckless man. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Like most men, I'm not singling you out. No. Well, just tops, not just men. I just know that um, a lot of people in the scene don't seem, I honestly, this is just my experience. I would say, that it, there are more people in the scene who take less care than I would imagine or I would demand in a scene. They'll go in right away and uh, do a pickup play and just go a lot deeper than I would. Sure. There seem to be more people that do that than don't. So I'm I'm not surprised that you feel like that. More, some people are just braver. I mean, I think it's as simple as that. Yeah, I'm not much of a pickup player myself. It's hard for me to trust someone enough like when I just met them, I usually have to talk to someone at least a little bit beforehand. Yeah, I totally agree. 
I am not that way. <laughs> well, the, the it's a balanced energy exchange, but it is going in, in one direction. I'm giving up a lot, sure. and the top is taking a lot. So my position demands that, that I trust you a lot. I, it, that, that makes absolute sense, and that's that's been my experience. I mean, I have played with a lot of people that... Well, I play. <laughs> okay, I've played with a lot of people that are maybe, you know, they 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 know themselves pretty well. They're a little self actualized, and they know that they can self advocate for themselves. And they say that when you negotiate, when you're talking about before play, even if you don't know them very well. A person I just played with recently is like, no, no, I I absolutely have no problem saying no or fuck off in the same sentence. Uh, and I'll just let you know. But then, of course, there's the people that come in and and I'm doing fire play on them, and I've never even met them. And I'm and in the back of my mind, I mean, I know I know how to do fire play, but this person has no clue <laughs> that you know. Am I going to burn them? Am I going to you know? Am I going to be responsible? What am I going to do? So, yeah, there is definitely those times where I'm like. This person should not have said yes to me, but I'm a pervert, so... I'm not going to turn it down. I'm going for it. <laughs> just going to go for it. Uh, the uh, the thing about Mew, just want everyone to know, um, Mew... And this was actually nice. Uh, for so long, she's been preparing to take the MCAT again, and uh, and we had to go back. She had to... You know, the score she got the first time was good, but it it wasn't as good as, as she wanted or needed to uh, to plan herself in in the right med school, so she actually had to endeavor again another months and months process of restudying uh, for this test, which of course, um, as somebody who has uh, failed multiple times and had to redo things multiple times in my life, nothing on the scale. Of what she had to go through, but understanding, getting over that psychological, I, okay, I'm going to commit to do this again, and I'm going to not only commit to do this again, but I'm going to try to find what I need to do to make it better. You know, that eight hours a day of studying wasn't enough. I have to do, you know, these things. And I got to tell you, Kathy, and I know you've seen her study, and I know Al's seen her study, and everyone's you know seen her while we're all going out, catch Pokemon, or doing things, or, or whatever. Um, She's just sitting there hammering OCHEM and physics and and all of these things uh, and just just so dedicated to her dream and and I can't I shared it on the you know the missing show um, but I don't I have no problem regenerating that um, amount of respect that I have for her to go through that process again and then get in there and take the test again. But now she has taken it. She took it last week. She felt pretty good about it. There was definite improvements uh, that she felt. And now she can just humbly sit in a bed for three months and play <laughs> Minecraft. <for> wow. <laughs> Literally. That's, I will promise you that is what she is doing right as we speak. She's wow. building a monster uh, spawner thing that doesn't kill them. See, yeah. again, I don't know what <laughs> so you're once again. about. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> um, but it, it's just, uh, I don't know. I'm dumbfounded. I'm dumbfounded. It, she's just my little champion. And and I, I just, man, she really she deserves what she goes for because she put in the work. You see people put in work like that and you're like, 
You know, you really want them to win because it's not like they fucked around or had their parents pay to get them in school or any of the uh, number of things that people bullshit their way into a med school or something like that. I mean, she really has put in she put in years of research and all of these things, and and uh, it has kept me going. You know, through the times where I'm just like, I just want to kill myself, and and I'm like here's this person that's working so hard it's just so so inspiring and she's relying on you too and yeah it's kind of she's (laughs) someone's got to feed her because that bitch Uh, boils water badly not just that (laughs) she needs chocolate milk you keep her on her schedule you make sure that she she gets up at the right time that she doesn't take too long of a break yeah, there was definitely, There's definitely a part there, you there was, there. It, it was a good it was a good team and in no way was my part uh uh comparable to to the work that she had to put in but it was definitely a team effort and and I know so many listeners were into it and it was really nice because of course we're in the pokey group and nobody knows about Mew really other than they've seen her with me a couple times on raids and I had posted that she just finished and literally like 35 people in the group were like that is awesome thumbs up and and so it was just I told her you know and she saw that and it's just so many people support people that work hard like that and there's just Mm -hmm. it's so i know i'm gushing and whatever but fuck you it's been five (laughs) years okay i'm gonna i'm gonna gush a little bit that's cool about uh about my partner uh being amazing and uh what was kathy is among the little people oh come on that was my everybody would sounded like they had inhaled oh that's right because of the 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 headache uh there's something something in my brain it's making me feel like i have an earache it's giving me headaches in my temple and behind my eye and uh it makes everyone sound like they had inhaled just a teeny bit of yes every time i heard you kathy do you like the way i talk to you now you sound like you're up in the rafters stop it can i caress your breast now it has gotten a little bit better but now i just feel like fuzzy like everyone's far away Mm. i'm all oh great i'm gonna be getting a mri oh okay and so i'm like oh god i'm not looking forward to this and I I did not do. I would say Xanax. No, I'm doing <laughs> just I, there are whatever. Two, take there are the two drugs. kinds of open MRI. Yeah, the I'm one I had. The, I'll have the non boogie open MRI. Thank oh my you very god, much. the meat press. Are I lasted you both claustrophobic? fucking. I lasted. Oh eight. my just god! Take the wow. take the so Xanner. Much. Just take the Xanner. This I mean, is, I'm sober, so I I'm couldn't do it. I'm absolutely going to take something. Yeah, there. take. It, you'll be fine if you take the tranquilizer. You know, so many people are like, because well, once you take it, you're like, I don't give a fuck about nothing. You know, <laughs> I don't mind at all. I'll take any yeah. any any chemical help they want to give yeah, me, but yeah. I'm definitely demanding an open MRI because yeah. it's. I have such a crazy intense case of claustrophobia sure, that sure. sometimes that I've I think Creative Explorer has gotten used to. Um, sometimes you know we goof off a lot, and he teases me a lot. So sometimes we'll be cuddling in bed, and he's got both his arms wrapped around me, and I'll go to pull away and to goof off he'll hold me tighter and so he learned very early on <laughs> bad idea don't fucking do bad that idea. cat scratch <laughs> fever right there man Ted. oh i freak out man i freak out <laughs> i just can hear it <laughs> I, and there's a there's maybe a three four i can extend it to a five second delay where I'm barely holding it together but if i get past that point forget it some oh. of the tips that i didn't use <laughs> is put on the blindfold before you go in. 
you know, just get a blindfold and put it on. Take your Xanner, shot of tequila, maybe shoot some heroin in your toenails. <laughs> have someone masturbate you with your Siri. You do what it, they'll let you. No, they know stop they'll, it. they'll be like, do it. You no. know, just Xanax get her done. Is fine with me. I mean, yeah, shot of tequila. Just give me something, relax me. I mean, maybe the vibrator would fuck with the. You know, my sister thing. actually said, she, "Okay, I'll give it a try." And, and I don't know why she did this because we're both very claustrophobic. Same, yeah. And she said, "Okay, I'll give it a try." And they gave they gave her the relaxant, and they put the blindfold on her before she went in. And before they were about to get, they give it a little thing that you can press. Yeah, yeah. To, if I want to get out, dude, I press that thing. Squeeze. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> My God, that guy didn't even have a chance to fart. <laughs> oh yeah, I was just, I just set her. up. Nope, nope, <laughs> she nope. Gets, she gets in there. And she, everything is going okay. She got the ear, ear things in, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. that you can listen yeah, to. Yeah, music, music and or, or their list. Anyway, she gets in, and before they're about to start, she accidentally just moves her arm a little bit and brushes oh. against the wall to the. I mean, and this was a closed MRI. Aww. And she said, "Nope." And she starts pressing it, and they're like, "We hear you. Hold on a second. She starts pressing it harder, and then she fucking loses it. She Aww. just starts bawling and freaking out. And it's the worst feeling in the world. It's I said, why did you even do that? You knew what would happen. She goes, I was trying to be a good sport. I went, you yeah. don't be a good sport. Aww. Just demand the open MRI. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. <laughs> Let's move on. Now we're all completely. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> looking forward to this. All right. Yeah, Kathy, take all the drugs they'll give you. That life is the place. About genital torture in subspace. We share our kinky thrills with perverts from around the world. Yeah, perverted podcast talking about that life, motherfucker. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about. Kathy, they're still what? listening. Oh, that's there may be new listeners. He granted us permission to do so. Okay, I tried to keep it up as long okay, as I guys. could. Okay, guys. <laughs> I can help you keep it up, Kathy. <laughs> oh, nice. Seriously. Grab Did you hear shirt. that? Did you hear that that what? just came from him? She did this. Oh, God. What? <laughs> she is starting to feel the way I do. You know that you're getting on people's nerves when they start talking like me. And they start going, <laughs> oh, God, here we go. You know what? Oh, boy, there he goes again. There goes my wall. <laughs> me, 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 me. That's what makes you a good podcast host is that you ignore what anybody I says. I ignore all the hatred and signs. Sometimes. It doesn't always work. All right. This is a post from EVS entitled, You Do Not Owe Anyone Your Scene. And because I didn't print anything out, I'm reading it straight from my phone. So Okay. Jump, jump, bear jump, with jump me. through some things. Too little attention is given to this when we talk about play with new people in the community. We go all out to explain it's okay to tell people you don't want to play, that you don't have to play, etc. But we drop the ball with taking this further. You agreed to play. Hell, you even pursued the play. And now, for whatever reason, you need or want to call it off? It's okay to meet someone at the club, negotiate play, and change your mind. It's okay to talk for days, weeks, months about a scene together and then decide to pull out of the scene for any reason at any time. And if your backing out leads to other involved parties getting angry, upset, passive-aggressive, or whiny, they have their own issues they need to work on. Take it as an excellent indicator that you made the right decision when you backed out. Bravo, bravo. Bravo. Uh, bravo, bravo. Clap, 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 clap. So... We did talk about on Monday how people are going to get pissed off. 
And they have every right to get pissed off. Yeah, disappointment is normal. You're allowed to feel your feelings. Yes, just as the person who wants to pull out of a scene is allowed to feel uh, that they have the right to do so, so the person who just had the scene pulled out from under him has a right to be disappointed and upset and even angry about it. Sure, but it's the actions. That's not what we're we're talking about. Yeah, it's it's the actions that that make the difference. And and you guys want to start? Because I know where I'm going. Oh, Bretta, go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm I'm going to that we continually in this lifestyle, and once again, absolutely, you have the right to say no. You should say no. You have support from the the general, hopefully mostly positive community that you should say no. And if somebody doesn't respect your no, then they're a piece of shit and they should die in hell. Or you know all of the things and judgment and social uh, pressure that is absolutely true. We all agree with it. It is done. That being said. Are you going to do it? Are you going to are you going to say no? Because if you can't say no in your regular life when your family asks you to do something and you're afraid you're going to disappoint them or cause problems or you're at work and people at your work are asking you to do things that make you uncomfortable and you can't do or you're in any situation not in the middle of a play scene and you can't say no you have some work to do on yourself to build enough value in yourself that you can actually say no because it's not going to happen in your scene. And we've seen this over and over and over again. It is wonderful. We can say before the scene, we can say after the scene, we can say, God damn it, I really need to stand up for myself. You know, people can go, here's how you do it. Here's a safe call. I can, you know, I can be there. You know, there's, we can say before and after all the things, but in that moment, if you have not learned prior to that scene how to have enough of a relationship with yourself that you value your well-being over somebody else's temporary disappointment or potential disappointment, how are you going to do in that situation? Usually not well. You're going to be sad that you're going to disappoint them. You're going to be sad that um, for any number of reasons. So the work needs to happen before you go into the scene, and that's my point that I always come to. That's true. I would consider that a good advice that someone needs to take who really on a on a somewhat continual basis in their everyday life is taken advantage of that's an extreme thing because there are times when we in our lives we, probably many times push ourselves past the point where we're comfortable push ourselves because we know it's good for us um, push ourselves to do something that we don't like. Or it makes somebody happy, you know, exactly. it's fine, I'll suck it up. And then there comes, and, and there are times where, you know, sometimes we go over that line and we know we should have stopped because the reasons we're going forward with this is guilt or shame. Uh, and that's probably not a good thing, but let's face it, we all encounter that in everyday life. And then I guess it would be the point where you cross over that and you go into a place where on a fairly continual basis, as I said, you're doing things that are not healthy for you and you're doing things past the point where you want to do them for not good reasons. So I think for someone like that, your advice is 100% something that they need to take because you really do need to work on this part that you have not advanced in in your everyday life before you get started in the kink community. 
And if you've got somebody to trust who's who's your partner, you can possibly do it within the kink community if you yeah, trust absolutely. them. To, yeah. I was about to say, that's. Um, I came into this community being one of those people who had a hard time saying no to anybody because they didn't want to disappoint people and whatnot. And it was in the community and coming to the community that really helped me build up the confidence to say no and or that I didn't want to do something. But of course, that's because I had the you back, got lucky. I had you, the I community. Mean, had the, I had the, friends and, within the community and everything that really helped me get and, to that point. And not just the community, but a community that socially is accountable to each other to hold those morals and ethics yes, as yeah. a value. There are lots of communities around the planet that are maybe a little bit looser on that and they they're kind of hands off when there's a consent violation or somebody does that or somebody did something while they were on drugs or alcohol or they support uh, drugs and alcohol but you know there's there's our community which so grateful for that we have I feel that pressure I feel that behind me. Don't fuck up, because if you fuck up, it's not just going to hurt this person. It's not just going to hurt yourself and your own integrity. But your community is going to know about it, and then they're going to get on my ass. So there, I can't say, because as a primal animal, I want to do whatever the fuck I want. I don't care about consent as an animal. The, the, the lizard part of my brain doesn't give a fuck about anything other than me. It's the front part of my brain, and hopefully that's where the community is hanging out that we logically want to be better. So for those that are in a community where there are people, like you found your new play partner, and, and they, were, they were amazing with you and were able to take you to that, that is great. But my point is, is that shouldn't be... A hope that you rely on. Does that make sense? Well, of course. That so it you should don't be wanna... in conjunction with possibly therapy, group support, self-help, you know, dialectical thinking, cognitive behavioral therapy, all of the things that help you find out. Because, and I'm dealing with this right now in my life, some of my challenges. So it's like, you know, everyone's, you know, your potential and you're not living up to your potential in my whole life. Oh man, if you just did this, you would be so much better off. And, 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 you know, I'm constantly dealing with hearing people say that I should be doing things and telling myself, I hate myself for not doing these things. And I'm like, you know, 51 years Hasn't worked. Apparently just saying it doesn't work. There's a middle part that is missing in some of this ambition. So everyone can say you should say no. Everyone can say that I should, you know, you should be doing something or be more ambitious or be more assertive or any of the things that we do. But if you're not doing it, then there is this magical middle part that is missing. That there's a point to where logic ends and your emotions and your insecurities, fears, resentment, narcissism step in and stop you from taking care of yourself. And that's the thing that I'm concerned about in my life now. How do I find that middle part? How do I find that thing that lets me step over to caring about Boogie? And how does the person in this hypothetical situation find that process? Is it more therapy? Obviously, I could probably... <laughs> use a little more therapy my therapy ended kind of weird um you know what is that part how do we do that because just saying so many times we just you just maybe if i just tell them 150 times the right way with the right amount of aggression and judgment or pushing or cheerleader or love or sweet encouragement that they'll just get it 
but they don't. There's a there's something that needs to happen. And for everyone, I think that's different. There's different things that help different people get over different things. And unless you're you really want to figure out how to get over it, you're not going to figure out what that thing is. Sure. It's kind of you have to want to change. Yeah. My perspective is just slightly different because where I come from, my background is that I have always put a great deal of emphasis in my life in my word is my bond, seeing mm-hmm. things through, staying committed to something. And in in life, that's uh, quite an honorable thing and, a, and an honorable thing that a lot of people strive for. It's not considered bad to push yourself past f- the point where you're happy or comfortable. Um, and that that's what I've always been concerned with. And that's why I liked this post and thought it was important to bring up because just um, as she says... We, we put a lot of effort and time into explaining and teaching new people who come into the scene that you absolutely need to negotiate beforehand, that you, get, you need to get to know this person at any time. You can pull out of the negotiations and you can say, uh, it doesn't feel comfortable for me. I don't want to continue with this. But something happens in our brains, particularly to those type of people, who when you're already committed to something and this other person, let's say your partner has gone through uh, some uh, mess to get this scene going for Three you. Three hours like, of wax play preparation and renting drove a room. Two hours drove to get two here. hours uphill in the snow. Both ways. Both ways. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that part of you in the middle of that scene kicks in. And sometimes if in your education as you came into the community someone didn't point this very particular thing out to you, you might have that other part of you just that voice in your head say no no you committed to this you're not a quitter you're not someone who walks away see it through to the end Mm -hmm. Um, and that makes me nervous because those types of people will go past a point where it's healthy for them and a lot of people who listen to this post or who or, or to me possibly don't understand that because they might think well we just went through all this fucking trouble to explain to you and teach you and you've been in the community for months and you understand this did I really have to go further and say oh by the way this is also true when you're in the middle of a scene Yeah, but yeah for some people you have to because a lot of emphasis as she says is put on the beginning part the prior before you do it make sure you this is where you want to go and I think not enough is giving to and also in the middle of a scene you can change your mind at any fucking time and it happens so just be ready for it yeah that's usually where the red comes in the red you know usually the red Mm -hmm. doesn't start before the play that's what red is there that's yeah. a good point to <laughs> make just the the, uh, the safe word usually comes in the middle so you need to be prepared for the middle right yeah good post i think we i think we came back and did it some justice did we do it some justice the second time around coherent than the first time. little grip i think it's because we're all like <sighs> all right no because we as with. plural <laughs> kathy you have detached from the episode you're like let's just do this i think we already talked about it once and now we're just like oh our thoughts are more well put together this time <laughs> wow wouldn't that be great if we could actually do that every week <laughs> what and rehearse no <laughs> not going time. to happen no, that's what you do i mean but there is i mean we do because we've done so many of these shows there are certain topics that are obviously we're going to repeat these topics over and over and over because there's always going to be new people tuning into perverted podcast and the people that have been around are it's kind of like you know when i used to teach orientation it's that foundation 
You know, there's nothing wrong with repeating the foundation. So, uh, so I think we get better at things. Do we? Do we? All right. Things, 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 and and stuff. I pressed the right button this time. The last Yay. show I didn't. Good job. Really? Yeah. Yes, that's true. Look so, at improvement. Uh, put that Pikachu down. Look, it has a butthole. Oh, God. <laughs> I see it. his butthole alone. Dell was very sad because we ma- I made a joke about sucking his dick on the last show, and he's like, now I don't have proof that Boogie hit on me <laughs> in a comment. That's and true. You did say I, like, something I did. about I said that. I'm like, dick. he was just saying something about, and I'm like, what, do you want me to suck your dick? And everyone was like, the fuck just came out? And I'm like, come on, Kathy and I will suck his dick. Everyone was in awe. We're just like... What? You gotta mix it up. <laughs> Would Boogie really suck his dick? <laughs> gotta mix it up. In your mind, yes. That's you know, what you know, said. So in your, immediately in Al's like, mind. I'm gonna go home and think about that right now. No, <laughs> I'd rather not. File that away my spank bank. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have two uh, emails. And the first one is from Yvonne, who, a.k.a. the chubby Mexican who cooked you all tacos that one time. Yes. Come back and cook us more tacos. More tacos. We'll make it. That was a grill in the parking lot thing. It w- for an event. Yes, for yes. an event. Yeah, That yeah. was very nice. He says, hello there to the perverted podcast cast of Kathy Owl, Delunga of House Blood Crutch, Mew, and the magnanimously marvelous Count Boogie, Esquire. Esquire. Yes, you must now address him as such, Kathy. I like Esquire. That's Do you know what it means? Isn't Esquire, <laughs> Esquire's like a magazine. Wasn't that a magazine it, from the there, 70s? There is a magazine, but that's not, that's not what it means. No? No. It's I think it's a legal definition. Esquire. Like, aren't lawyers? See, you no, know what? This is what happens when fucking Dell's not here to look this shit yeah, up. where the fuck oh, is God he? God damn it, Dell, you slacker. <laughs> you should just psychically that. be someone there. invited him here today. That totally oh, yeah, happened. That's, <laughs> no, no, no. He knew it was... Well, he drives <laughs> yeah. a lot farther than any of us. Well, yes. The fact that he's consistent every week and still puts up with our shit is you actually pretty shit. noteworthy. You mean you. What do you mean? The me? rest of us love him and are all thank hey, you, Joe, for lo- being hey. here. We are on our way to being best friends on Pokemon Go. Just, just know that. Wow, Dell and me, we're buds. All right, Yvonne says I simply wanted to say that even though I don't have as much time to head over there, I still feel connected thanks to you all on this show. You make me laugh hysterically and provide much needed consumption of perverted goodness for myself. And all the creepy peepees. Also, I have the portable recording device and equipment for street interviews, and you are more than welcome to use them at your leisure. Please keep up the great work, and I'll be back to cook for you all again ASAP. Ah, that's so very, very nice. Tacos! And yes, oh, we do have that recorder that sits over there in a box that I forgot about because all the shit went down the day that I got it. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. so I never even opened it. So we do have a recording device, and it is sitting there, and we should probably have it somehow hooked up to this yes. as a secondary. Yes. That would be smart. But that would, once again, you know. Require work on your part that takes you away from Pokemon? Kathy, I what? like that you are intuitive <laughs> and intelligent. That and I know sexy. you that way. Don't try and make <laughs> it some into something it's not, you bad man. I wish I wish Take I that, was aren't you guys I going? wish I was in between the nipple covers and your nipple. Oh, that's, how, that's where I want to uh, live, Kathy. Oh God. See, did you hear that one coming what? from Al? <laughs> She's all ugh. I heard nothing. She's starting I heard already. nothing but her yeah. getting excited. It's Thursday, not Monday. I, <laughs> I heard nothing but her excitement. Aren't you guys going on a PP road trip Sunday? 
yeah, take our, it with you. What? That recording device. Do some stuff. We were thinking about that. Do it. But see, Kathy, it's community day, and um, <laughs> you got three hours to catch all the tour chicks and find. So shiny do it before or after. You're still going to be there. Come uh, on. That's possible. It's a oh. community day. All right, maybe. All right. I'll give it a big <laughs> I won't be there. You have to do it. Why won't you be there? Because I can't get rid of this headache. And What if you only went out for now? Because Mew, Bo- Boogie, Panda. Boogie. I'm not even going to Creative Explorer's place this weekend. I just want to go what? into my room, close the door, and pull the covers over my head. Oh. Until that, I can take an Excedrin. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, I, this is not just because you see me here talking. I am not doing good. Kathy? Woody. You need a douche. If a douche made it better, <laughs> I'd be the first in line. You know what you need? Vodka what? enema. Vodka enema and a douche. And a douche at You're the addressing same time. the wrong area of my body. Well, Kathy, <laughs> all I know is if I make you tingle down there, it takes pressure off the head. Yeah, it doesn't work that way, Mr. Science. <laughs> Have you masturbated a lot? Do you know what? It mm. has been, um, we're going to be in a few days' time, we'll be going into week six. Without masturbating. <gasps> With, without doing anything because wow. I, this uh, is like, I, I just, I can barely make it through the day, through hmm. work sometimes and just, and then I got more, you know, tests scheduled. It's not fun time for Kathy. I don't like it when things Kathy. go on with my body that I don't understand and I don't like the delays of appointments and go back into this to take this other test and, oh, you have to do this test, but... You have to see a specialist for that, and, and on the whole time, time, I've got a headache, and I don't understand when I get on the phone with someone to make an appointment while they're all, well, we can't do it for two weeks. I'm all, I'm, I'm getting to the crotchety stage where I literally will tell people on the phone, so you want me to have this headache for another two weeks. You can't get me in any sooner. Okay, bye-bye, and I go down the next person on the list. <laughs> Who's right. the next neurologist asshole I can call up right. to say, will you look at my head and tell me what's going on? <laughs> oh, did I just bring the show totally down? No, Kathy, I, I'm... I'm <laughs> There's nothing you can do about this one. There's nothing anybody I just can be do. there, you know, hopefully you need a uh, ride somewhere. No. <laughs> I'll masturbate you. I'll do it. You don't even have to do it. That I love you, Kathy. That does not help me, actually. See, I'm not the type of person that goes, we're going to pray for you. Because saying you're going to pray... Oh, 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 oh. Saying you're going to pray for I, somebody is just a clever way of saying, you fuck off, you're on your own. I can't tell you the amount of people who tell me this. You got to keep a good attitude, Kathy. <laughs> I finally <laughs> just lost it and a coworker said that to me. And I said, really? Can you explain to me of what benefit that is? I mean, literally tell me what good that will do in my life. And they launch into this absolutely ridiculous oh, God. discussion about things that don't make any sense. And when he's done, I'm like, I'm listening to you, but at the end of this conversation, you still haven't come up with a reason you can give me why this actually makes it better for me. I think it makes it better for you. And we yes. decided, to let's just walk fuck. away from this conversation because we got to work together. Smart coworker. <laughs> but no, okay, I'm, I, I'm saying, you know, you let me, let me know what you, you need. Yeah, no. I'm good. So am I supposed to be nicer? No. Thank God. No. <laughs> Sometimes the only people I can talk to are you my friend Whip Paddle or Creative Explorer because you guys have the same sick sense of humor <laughs> that I do and when things get this bad I usually will go to very uh, morbid 
inappropriate humor. You got a golden geo dude stuck in your head. Well, it's stuff like that. Whip paddle. I was texting him and telling him what's going on, and I and I said, "Yeah, it's probably a tumor, and they're gonna have to cut it out, and they won't be able to, and it'll be like cancer, and I'm, I'm gonna die." <laughs> and he, <laughs> and I can only talk to him or one of you three like that because then like, he comes back with, "Can I have your teeth?" Well, you have to have a brain for a tumor to be oh! there. Oh, and I'm like, "Thank you. That's Ta-da! what I needed. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> that helps me a lot." <laughs> can we start diving? up body parts well i'm donating my body to science so i'm sorry but no the love lab is science no it's not it's it a is. mess of what Formal. boogie wants i want like an eyeball or something no. can i have an eyeball just i will jar? i will let you have one body part but okay. you got to be totally serious about it because i will put that in my living will they won't let you. They, if we were in Mexico, I could fucking make that shit happen. I will make but it happen. But not here. They will <laughs> then not. Then why do you bring this up if it can't happen? I want an eyeball. Look at the eyeball, and then I'll put it in a little thing, and then I'll be like, I'm looking at you. Oh, now you're paying attention to me, aren't you, Kathy? Now you have no choice but to pay attention to me because your eye's floating into formaldehyde, and See, I'm making this it this is why I don't make you watch me masturbate, Kathy. want it oh to God, happen be because you're going to end up relying on this fucking eye, and you'll go even more loco than you already are. Actually, I changed my mind. Never mind. I'll just keep doing Forget the show. Forget science. I'm just going to be I'll cremated. Keep, I'll keep doing the show, and I'll just have your eye just sitting there, and I'll be like, yes. Kathy, how are you doing? Going to beat this eye? How about my skull? Like you know, make it a whole. Okay, now it's like good. That's that's a little <laughs> yes, creepy because exactly. I have problems with hallucinations, and it'll start talking. Uh, see, to me. Uh, you're not getting anything. Forget it. I'm going to go on to the second email. This is from Shayla, who says, "Hey, perverted podcast people, this is actually for Owl. Yay! I have been to the Owl Cafe in Japan. Oh my god! And I'm it, very jealous. Yeah, you are. It was awesome. I went a couple of times since it was so cool, and I only lived half an hour from there." You can order food and drink, and they have the owls scattered around the cafe, tethered or caged. Then, when you're ready, you can order an owl to hold. I held a burrowing owl, ural owl, and an eagle owl. Do you know the difference between those owls? Uh, Owl? Yeah, I do. Yeah? Yeah. The the eagle owls are, are pretty big. They're massive. So is it is it that is, does it also say in the fine print if you mention Harry Potter the owl will become aggressive and claw out your fucking eyeballs <laughs> oh, boogie, you're and then put such. it in a jar of formaldehyde and sit it next to you while oh, you do a God. show does it say that she in- says I highly recommend the owl cafe the penguin cafe and the fox village they're unique and fun and the animals are well cared for she shared some photos that were just for us specifically asked us not to post them which was perfectly fine nice. and she ends by saying love the podcast. The Fet Life stuff and some fucking advice segments, especially. Thank you so much for producing it. It's oh, very nice. It's very good. It's very nice. So now we have to, to take you to Japan and put you in the owl room. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put this out there again because I did it the first time and didn't get <laughs> saved. But um, if anyone wants to uh, pay me or not pay me, well, but what will you give up for this? I mean, will you give like a lifetime supply of owl panties? I mean, sure, yeah. If someone just will pay for me to go to Japan to see the owls for a lifetime supply of my panties, then sure. You'll do that? You'll I commit? I totally do that, yes. Not, I mean, like 10 years, you're like, 100%. all right, I, I saw the fucking owls. Now I'm still sending this I fuck my on. panties. Once a month, all she has to do is take off her panties well, now, and put them in an envelope? Getting, well, of course she'll <laughs> do it. Because that's like paying trip to Japan. That's like paying a student loan for the next hundred years. Hey, you know? it better be After a first 100... class, four star hotel, an extended oh, stay. Oh man, now you're yeah, just yeah, going. Because yeah. I'm going to have to keep buying panties, so eventually that's going to add up. There you go. Mm-hmm. 
Wait, look, 99 cent store. You get stacks of them. Okay. You know what? Spend Not 100? everybody buys their clothes at the 99 cent store. Hey. To be fair, <laughs> if you... I'm giving my panties to someone, I probably would, though. That's true. But I yeah. am. But you got to wear them for a little bit. Maybe masturbate in them a little bit. I'll wear them for like two days and just ship them out or something. Sounds good. Talk to me. It's good. <laughs> I'm all. Huh. Email me. <laughs> I'm all doing the math. I'm like, okay, it's about 10 grand for a trip. That's fucking owls. I got to get the fucking owl trip in there. No, but it's out like, of your. Oh, I'm going money. to Japan. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to be a daddy dom. I talked about it on the show. I remember that. I and somebody it. actually responded and said you'd probably be fucking amazing at it, but there's like some sh- stuff you got to jump through. You can't just go there and be like, hey, I'm going to be a daddy dom. They're like, hey, wait a minute, Mr. America. There's a process. You can't just come here and work as a daddy dom. You got to do some things. Like, I don't know what. But things. Things. Yeah. It's, it's hard to work there. So. You know, so, yeah. but I'd, I'd do it. Okay. Be good. You know what I just realized? I just don't know a lot of Japanese. We got to the point where we realized it this wasn't is, recording oh, yeah. and this, this is, is where it. we stopped. So yeah. we, I'm going to go ahead and press this. We have one more. I think. Nope. <laughs> you did the same thing last Shop time. You need to label these jingles. They are. They're right in front of my. It says Legions of Kink, but I'm blind. And so nine looks like zero. Nine looks like zero, but. To be fair, it is kind of close on the keyboard. And they are literally right next to each other. Get better glasses. (laughs) I'm wearing like my goofy Harry Potter all reading glasses. You know, I can only be so old. Uh huh. Well, we have two new uh, contributors on Patreon. Yay! Thank you very much. One is her name is Sean. She says, "You wonderful people, just keep doing what you're doing." Well, welcome to. Thank Patreon. you very much, Sean. Yes, we very much Thank appreciate you for being on the team. Paddle Bob, who I think you guys wrote on Muse back. <laughs> Didn't I think we did, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he had he had a different he had a different thing. But yeah, that was yeah. fun. And I gotta say this to our Patreon listeners because remember when I said I'm I you know I'm I'm backing out of all the things and whatever. I think a couple of the people that we did shaving cream for thought that I was talking that that was like a big chore. And no, that was actually a lot of fun. But it was very random. It's just the doing things, uh, you know, that I, I fail. Yeah, the commitments I fail on. But I did have the a actual lot of, act. Yeah, putting. Yeah, who would not like putting shaving cream on music? It was. Naked a, butt? It was. It was definitely a lot of fun, and people yeah. did get a kick out of it. Well, Paddle Bob liked it, and uh, for some strange reason, this man who we don't even know went from ten dollars to twenty dollars, and I'm like, what? That should be some panties right there. It's what Kathy getting panties, panties for going from ten to twenty. Kathy panties. He doesn't want my big. Fat, huge panties. <laughs> Make a fucking like big power a catamaran big on the ocean. Size, like hoist know, the sail, hoist up the sail, run the flat, run it up the flagpole. <laughs> see if anybody salutes. Oh my god! Wait, no, that's flagpole sitter. Oh, I love that song. I'm not sick, but I'm not well, and I'm on fire. What is that, Johnny Dangerously or something? I don't remember. I, don't. I just remember hearing that was literally one of the greatest songs from the entire net. That was like one of the greatest fucking written alternative songs. I'm so glad that guy wrote that song. I wish I would have wrote that. It's a good song. Yay. Yeah. All right. What are we talking about? That was it. We had two new Patreon supporters. Oh, well. We, and we welcomed them. Well, then, welcome. Welcome and, and read double, double. It's awful. Dub- double welcome. <laughs> is a zebra Libya Covered with stripes Seek our godly wisdom On some fucking advice 
going to just turn down the volume on that. She's going to press save. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're hitting save now? Yeah. 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 At least we'll have this much. What was what was no, the some no, fucking advice? Anything. What was there? Some fucking advice? You had pics and vids. Oh, for that's my right. We dumb. didn't get to it. Exactly. Yeah. This it's is all show. new. This is all. This is new. all genuine. <laughs> this is all new. Well, we should probably notice how this... we get all animated now. <laughs> We're like, all, oh, okay. So pics and vids for my dom. Yes or no? Pics no. and vids for my lover. Wait, yes I did or... do that. Shit. Huh? You have. <laughs> Creative Explorer has a bunch of pictures, pictures of that. me. You're in, you're in this sexy BDSM relationship, and it's starting, and it's hot, and it's new, and, and this man or woman or non-binary or whatever they are says, oh my God, I really want you every day to send me naked pictures of yourself and pictures of you masturbating or picture, you know, there's no gender, just whatever, no, whoever it is. There is somebody on one end that is requesting your nudity and your pornography to send to them. And I don't think we've talked about this in a while. And and we should probably talk about it more because, man, I sure see a lot of FetLife profiles of people that are like master so-and-so. And there's a lot of naked porn people that I know are not the person that owns that profile. So at some point, this person either had or stole, but most likely they said, we're going to make some porn. Mm -hmm. Now then, what's at risk of that? And is it a good idea? Is it hot? Of course it's fun. Exhibition is an exhibitionist. I got a lot of people that love to be exhibitionists. It's fun. It's exciting. How can it hurt you? Until something goes wrong. Until something goes wrong. Until there's a problem. And they can blackmail you. Yes, until revenge porn comes out and there's a the relationship that was hot now is not hot. And you're like, hey, you have a lot of pictures. I want you to delete that. And there was some bad blood in the relationship. And they say, fuck you. I have these pictures now and I'm not deleting them. Or I'm going to send them to my friends. Or I'm going to send them to your family. Or I'm going to send them to your work. Or I'm going to sell them on clips for sale. Clips for sale. There's, there's any uh, number of things that... We just want to go down the the risks because, once again, risk-aware consensual kink, risk-aware consensual photography. The thing is, is the difference between a spanking and a photograph. Did you just put the Pikachu under the <laughs> suction cup? Was the suction cup. Like the Jetsons. Under? Remember the Jetsons when they put the little yeah. thing? Doo, 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 and now Wait, Pikachu is, goes is down. Is the suction doo, cup doo, doo. clean? Because the last time you had one here, it was not clean. Yeah. That's Pikachu under glass, man. That's Pikachu. Wait, let me smell it. Oh God! Yep, that's a pussy. Pikachu pussy. Yeah, and no, Pikachu no, it's not. Care. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I uh, I know who I use this on. It was just like on their back or something. Oh. Like that. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, but that ahead. is very cute. So that's a bad thing to do, in other words. Well, it's don't not, do it. it. No, that's it's, what you're saying. It, I think it depends on what you have to lose. Like you have to really think yes. about what there is at stake if you do this. I think you're right, and I think the problem arises when people don't think they have anything to lose. Mm-hmm. The, you have your whole life ahead of you. You're like, what's what could go wrong, and where am I going to go? And suddenly, fifteen years you've later, graduated. You've got a career. Your name is up on the company website, and you're like, oh fuck, now I have something. Yeah, to lose. now I have. You something. don't want to assume that in the future you're not going to have something to lose. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, if you are actively shooting heroin and prostituting on the streets, then you know maybe uh, you, you fuck it. You know, send some pictures. You know, have fun. Um, wow. But uh, a true story. Uh, 
uh, I had a friend long ago when I was doing the the MySpace thing, uh, really, you know, like 10 years ago. Um, one of my listeners uh, from the little thing I had, I became friends with, and she um, got booted out of her medical residency because she had a friend who was a guy, uh, and she was not fucking this guy. She was not dating this guy. But on her Facebook page, she had some, you know, not even nude, but just some risque kind of pictures. So guy has an ex-girlfriend who's fucking psycho and jealous and is like, you're fucking this girl. You're fucking this girl. And he's like, I'm not fucking this girl. And she told me, I, I would, why would I not tell you if I was fucking him? I was not fucking this guy. There wasn't even anything. This, uh, the psycho stalked her found risque photos on uh, Facebook, sent them to the place she had just started, got out of med school, had just started her residency, and got kicked out of her residency. And pending this, like, this giant investigation thing that they had, you know, ten, this was 10 years ago, I don't know what's changed. 10 years ago, fucked up her whole residency, so she couldn't get in any other residencies, and basically didn't become a doctor. Because of some pictures that were posted that she was in. So there are too many things that are out of your control. There's, you could have yeah. the nicest boyfriend or girlfriend they took pictures of you, and it's still out of their hands because psycho girlfriend just so, Or psycho yeah. boyfriend. There's exactly. lots of, you know, psycho anybody. Um, there it's, is, not, it's just generally not a good idea. Or just yeah. definitely don't put your face in any of these things. Or tattoos or any other identifying any marks. Any identifying <laughs> marks. Because at some point, I mean, unless, seriously, if if you are working in the modeling industry or the adult industry, obviously, whatever, you don't care. This is a path that you've chosen for yourself and you're going to pursue this kind of work. Um, that is absolutely fine. You don't have anything to lose. But it really is like what Kathy said. I really believe that. That you have to look down the road on these things. You have to do the 10-year and the 15-year um, what-if um, because th- we've heard so many stories oh, yeah. of this of this turning around on you. And, and we're not trying to kill your fun. And if you have your partner that is requesting these types of pictures from you, if they start harassing you and telling you, don't you trust me, and I'll delete that. You know, the more of those things, those really should be flags. It goes back to the conversation earlier. If you say no and they don't respect you, then sure. you shouldn't associate and, with them. And I've That's I've done very true. Yeah, yeah. I've done lots of pictures with with people and done porn with lots of different people, not showing their faces or you know different types of things, and. And we talk about it very thoroughly. I'm like, what do you have to look forward to? And not showing the face and identifying marks. Is, because, look, it, it, if you're not showing face and identifying marks, it's it's pretty difficult for for somebody at your med school to be like, you know, I just need to see that vagina. They, they can't do that. They're not going to be able to say, we want to analyze the vagina. match it up. Against. We're going to match this up. I have spent a lot of time examining these photos and... Uh, don't mind that little squidgy stuff in there. It's, just, oh it's pretty God. good, you know. Maybe. But me and the board of directors have decided that you're a vagina. Um, mm. But mm. it is, mm. and I saw that because I saw this on uh, on another uh, on another website, and I was just like, and they're like, my dom's really asking me to do this, and should I do this? And but you know that there are a lot 
of people in the scene or in the community who consider that's a line you don't cross. If you're dominant, want something, you give it. If you have sure. given if that power exchange to these people is very, very important. Don't take, don't make that commitment. If you're going to end up saying no to your dominant. Right. And, and I, I personally don't understand that because it's not a path I would ever go down, but it can be a particularly difficult thing for someone who is a slave slave mentality but yeah. once again before you go into those relationships before you even get or seek out that master you yourself should have that conversation for yourself because if you are going to seek that type of relationship and you are going to want it to be absolute trust and let them control every aspect because there's different levels of master slave far different and there's masters i know a lot of master slave relationships where you, you know here's the protocol and the ritual and this and and whatever, but they don't control your bank account. They don't control your kids. They don't control your family. You have authority over that. Every relationship that you enter, you can negotiate what works for you and what works for the other person. So that is stuff you need to think about beforehand because that may come up in your relationship where they say, well, absolutely, I need to see a picture of your you know, face sucking a dick every day or whatever. Um so, but those are things that you handle beforehand, and everything is flexible once again to your future. Because how many people have tattoos that Al <laughs> will soon be covering up? Um, relationships and the vast majority of relationships now, and not just marriages, but just relationships. You know, for marriage is now at like 60, 70% failure rate. What about all the relationships you had prior? to the marriage most relationships fail at some point or end at some point and whatever you have invested in your privacy risk now can have a great horrible impact on you later right al have you, uh, you allowed anyone to ever take pictures of you oh i post pictures online all the time with mm-hmm. my tattoos and stuff in them but i'm also going down a career path that i plan on sticking with where it really doesn't matter if people know that i do nude photography or I post nudes and things like that. So for me, yeah, it's not a concern and I can do that without being concerned about it. Um, I mean, yeah, something could change and this career path could not work out and then I might be fucked for the future, but that's a risk I'm, (laughs) I'm willing to take. (laughs) But you're considering the risks. Yes. Yeah. And that's, I thought about it. When I first started posting stuff online, I did blur out my tattoos. I made sure my face wasn't in it, all this stuff. And as the years went by and I realized what I was going to be doing with my life and that the risk wasn't as severe if I kept posting those things online, I just stopped blurring out my tattoos. I stopped worrying about my face being out there because I kind of want to pursue modeling, like nude modeling and stuff like that. So for me, it's not. Yes, but for me, <laughs> it's not a big deal. Right. But I've thought a lot about it and I thought about it for years before I got to that point. That's important for people to hear. Due you diligence. made an informed decision. Yes. yes. Yeah. Very good. Like, the, like I'm. I'm very curious um, about being a butthole model myself to where I just take literally hundreds and hundreds of pictures of my old man asshole and put that out, you know, in the world because I'm sure there's a market um, for it, you know, maybe like Victoria's Secret, Vogue, you know, one of these one of these modeling places. They'll be like, you know what? We need boogie ass. And I thought through that and I said, you know, if they're going to pay me some money, I'm down. I am down. Here's here's my ass. Look at it. Owl in all its greatness. pulls away from the mic just to a, laugh. Just you don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> just laugh right into the <laughs> mic. I, I don't want to laugh too loud and like deafen people. Wait a minute. 
<laughs> Are you telling me? Well, nobody gets to see my butthole. That's such a lie. Turn around and I will take a picture of your butthole right now. We can send it to Vogue. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Vogue. And then they'll send security. True story. I never told this story. Oh, no. going to end on this story. So when I was Booger Man, oh, I started... I, you know, I had boogergod.com was my fucked up thing, and I was going to make lots of money. People were going to be uh-huh. interested in my whole world that I had. It was just, okay, it was a large waste of money, and I spent lots and lots and tens of thousands of dollars on this fucking you know, dying project. Um, so I made stickers. You know, I learned how to do Photoshop kind of, and I made all of these weird little stickers like, you are such a, and then here's a picture of my dick. You are such a dick. Haha. Or, you know, vaginos where I'm like eating a bowl of cereals and I put little pussies in the spoon, in the bowl of cereal. <laughs> you know, and I made all these like funny booger man pit stickers. And then I printed them out, you know, and I had thousands of these stickers. And so there was like a set of 20. And then I put them in envelopes. And I had the idea in my head that I'm going to send them to all the casting directors, you know, and, and you know, this is Boogerman. You know, I want to do acting. I was auditioning and stuff like that. So I send out. I get, you know, they have lists. They used to have lists. They don't have them now. They used to have books you could buy and list, and they had. These are the casting directors, and here's their address and whatever. So there's Warner Brothers. And I sent, um, I sent probably you know like fifteen different casting directors and departments, and I'm like, fuck it, man, I'm sending it to all of them. I send a sticker and a little letter about some you know, spaceman and like just weird shit, but funny, weird, random stickers of me eating vaginas. Hollywood is so fucking paranoid. This was around the time of nine one one. Okay, so the studios were so paranoid. That I, they got all these stickers, you know, they get eight by tens, you know, every department gets the same eight by ten from, tw- you know, 20 different departments from the same person. So they all got a pack of stickers and my little funny letter. They actually hired an investigator <laughs> to hunt me down to find out if I was a threat to them. Can you blame them, Boogie? With, really? I mean, like, what am I going to do? Attack them with my wildly erect penis? Yeah, exactly. And cause mayhem and explode fucking Warner Brothers? I would be concerned if I received that in the mail, just out of but the blue. But these are casting directors. They're funny stickers. I'm I'm promoting myself. A guy named Boogerman. And and so all of this guy hunts me down. They went through K-Rock and found out, you know, a number and whatever. And this guy calls me in an official voice and starts talking to me about this. And I'm like, are you really serious? And he's like, well, yeah, they're a little paranoid. And I, and I said that. I said, what am I going to do? Attack him with my vi- violently erect penis sticker? And he starts laughing. And he's like, look, man, they just pay me to do this. They want to make sure <laughs> you're not a threat. And we start talking. He starts laughing. He's like, yeah, I'd probably go have a beer with you. You know, you sound like a pretty funny guy. And and whatever, but yeah, this is just what you know. They're very scared boogie, right boogie, now. Boogie. I go, is a fucking terrorist gonna send pictures of eating a bowl of little vaginas, and somehow that means jihad? Like what the fucking hell? I can't believe you're offended. I can't I believe you didn't was, see it this was coming. Amazing. I, of course, I was surprised. <laughs> I thought it was amazing back then, and that people would think it was funny, but apparently they did not. No. So now. Guess what? What? No contract with Warner Brothers. Not surprising. Yeah. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. In my mind, that was just going to be... A couple of them were going to be offended, and some of them were going to be, oh, this guy's kind of funny. Let's go check out his website. Nothing He's probably you're funny. saying is surprising. Didn't, didn't happen. 
But you know what, Kathy? What? I tried. Yes, in I, a very weird way, you tried. I tried. I tried to put it out. You, you can say you tried, yeah. I tried, and I scared Warner Brothers, and they paid some guy money to let me down. Kathy, I'm done with this show. Yay. <laughs> That's a very solemn show ending. But what? It doesn't sound exciting. No way, man. This is the grind. Fuck like you're fucking a chick. That's not a no. show no. ending. Smacking it. Even Pan Owl says no. no. That is our show. Thank you. I've used this like 80 that. fucking times, Kathy. Now I know. You're I don't it. like it. I'm crotchety this week. I'm oh telling you. God. I prefer the original. Yes. The, the what original? The there excitable was like s- one. The fun yeah. one. Not this mausoleum piece. <laughs> Kathy is kind of crotchety. <laughs> Kathy's got sand in her vagina. <laughs> I'm going to produce a pearl. Ooh, <laughs> that would sell for a lot of money. Oh right? my God, <laughs> Kathy's vagina. Kathy's squidge pearl. It would be pretty cool. That's it. That's I what this show is going to be called. Squidge pearl. pearl. <laughs> oh, Write it down. Squidge right. pearl. Um, there's Anyways. nobody in, for, in the love lab for me to thank Woo! other than thank you to my... Thank you, Air, for keeping us alive. Yes. Air, the air thank was you. needed. And hopefully this one recorded and will be uploaded it soon. It looks like it is. Well then. It's recording. I guess we'll... We'll, s- we'll be back here Monday for the next show. <laughs> See you guys next week. Grandma's farm today, I just had to get away. City life was frying my brain and how. Grandma said, come up and play. Take some time and smell the hay. Hell, boy, we even learn you to milk a cow. Well, that seems to be a pleasant offer. Grandma, I shall accept. Well, the next morning at the crack of dawn, I heard a voice yell, coffee's on, and it went downstairs, though my head was still not well. Grandma said, I'll feed the sows, but take this boy and milk that cow. And I looked in my hand, and there was a metal pail. Hmm, a strange primitive milking instrument. What do I do with it? Now, I've pulled off tougher shows, so off to the big red barn I go. I found that cow and saddled up my stool. I guess my hands were a little cold, because when I grabbed that tip, that cow did go. Yo-de-lo-de-lo-de-lo-de-lay. speed of light and I held on for dear sweet life. My grandma laughed so hard it made her howl. I don't care if the ride was free. It wasn't a thrill for me to see a tour of a barn from the underside of a cow. Farm the very next day, I'd had enough of the smell of hay. At least in the city, I don't look like a fool. So that night, I had a big red steak in honor of the cow that I made go. People actually worship these things, they belong on a car seat. So here's a song about a big old stupid cow. Yeehaw!